0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome everyone to episode number 89 from Delving Into Islam podcast This is your host, Wa'il And it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And a privilege that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you Thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions And Speaking of which, if you have any questions <clears throat> or suggestions, please email me at delving into islam at gmail.com. Again, delving into islam at gmail.com and I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Now, this podcast is for anyone. Whether you are remotely curious about the religion of Islam, or if you're thinking about becoming a Muslim, or if you just became a Muslim who wants to learn more about, you know, Islam, this podcast is for you, inshallah. Uh, and with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. And today's topic is actually a continuation, some sort of a continuation to, you know, our previous topic, which is Islam and you know, modern society. This topic is is we will tackle uh, you know, something that's related to modern society issues that, you know, uh, we're facing and, uh, confusions on all these things. We'll talk about that. And, and actually today's topic comes to us from, uh, our listener, Ash and, uh, Ash, uh, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for, you know, sending your suggestion. And basically Ash said that, you know, we talked about homosexuality in the past in, in in a past you know in a previous episode, and uh, I didn't focus uh, on transgenders. It was mainly about homosexuals, and we talked about whether they could be Muslims or not, and what's the verdict on that. Uh, so Ash wanted me to talk about transgenders, and and again, same same thing, like. Can you be a transgender and can you be a Muslim? And, uh, you know, what does Islam say about transgenders? And again, thank you so much, Ash, for your question. And inshallah, uh, today we will answer that uh, as much as, you know, uh, we can, um, because it's not a clear, it's it's not a cookie cutter, right? It's, It's just, it's, Islam has, there are principles, there are values, and we see if Uh, Like we said, the society or whatever happens in the society matches our, you know, the Islamic principles and all these things. We'll talk about that. But also, I think uh, in general, we should talk about uh, a gender uh, identity crisis. Uh, We need to talk about gender identity because now in in 2022, uh, where we at right now, it's a lot of people have a gender identity crisis they don't know whether they are supposed to be male or female and there's a lot of conversation going on a lot of conversation going on about gender identity crisis so we will talk about that and inshallah at the end and eventually we'll talk about freedom as a whole in islam what is it what does it mean what does it mean to be free to be free to do whatever you want can you do whatever you want with your body for example are you allowed to or would you say, this is my body? I was, you know, it belongs to me, and I have the freedom to do whatever I want. And even the freedom of speech, can you say whatever you want without any consequences? Or can you say whatever you want? And nobody should, you know uh, get upset or get mad? We'll talk about that because this is also a very imp- so today is gonna be a heavy, heavy topic, uh, and it's very inshallah relatable to us in our times. But let me put a disclaimer uh, before you know we start talking about it, which is this episode is not political in any way, shape, or form. You guys, if you guys have been listening to me, uh, you know uh, by now you know that uh, we don't talk politics, not because of anything. I just I'm not expert on politics, so I, I can't talk about politics. Uh, so I can't tell you about the human rights and and all the rights with for the LGBTQ and all these things. And should they or should you? This is not. This episode is mainly. Uh, talking about you know a uh, uh, gender identity and all these things from an islamic perspective this is the purpose of the episode this is i again i'm i'm not an expert about politics so i can't talk politics uh, so that's a disclaimer at first uh, and again we'll, we'll 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 discuss a lot more when it comes to i mean the rights even in islam this is this thing we can talk about inshallah so let me start by the gender issue Today we, we see a lot of people, a lot of young people even they're confused about their uh, their gender. They don't know uh, like uh, I've actually met people personally who uh, you know like uh, I met a guy who uh, told me that I don't think I was supposed to be a guy. I think I'm, I'm more of a female. I want to be uh, a girl. And I know someone who is the opposite. She's a girl who wants to be addressed as a, a male, like a, a guy. And we have another category that it's, it's called the non-binary. For those of you who do not know, non-binary is basically a person who say, I don't want to be either identified as a male or a female. I just want to be free from gender. And these things are, are very common today. They weren't common back in the day of the Prophet ﷺ, of course they weren't, and they weren't common even a hundred years from, you know, in the past. But it's increasing now, and let's talk about, let's, I want to talk about gender first, and then we'll talk about transgenders. So, you're saying, and because they're both related, just to let you know, they're both very related, like talking about gender identity and talking about transgenders, it's technically the same topic. But I will talk in a broader term when I ca- when I talk about the gender identity issue. So let's put some uh, uh, some facts first before we discuss the issue. The number one fact is, Allah created you upon a specific gender, and that was not a mistake. Again, if you were born as a male or as a female, Allah didn't make a mistake So for you to come later on in your 15, When you're 15 or when you're 20 Or even you know sometimes younger or even older And you say, I, I don't think I was supposed to be a guy or a girl Now what you're saying is You know something that Allah didn't know Do you understand? You're saying that you know better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he created you now, Allah didn't make a mistake because you have to be aware of that. Allah created you as a male or a female for a reason. And Allah says this in the Quran, you know, we created you from male and female and male and female should marry one another, right? So, and we t- talked about this in homosexuality, like a man should marry a woman and a woman should marry a man. And that's how it should be. That's the natural law of of our you know, existence when it comes to you know, uh, relationships between genders. Allah said, I created you from a male and female. So for those who say, I'm not supposed to be a male, and they are, they were born as male, or for those who say, I don't think I was supposed to be a female, I think I'm a male, you're basically claiming that you know better than Allah, or you're basically ignoring the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew what he was doing when he created you. And again, think about it logically. If you come and you say, "I, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman," I know I have male organs. I look like a male. I talk like a male, but I feel like I act. I need. I act more like a female. Now, acting, by the way, is different from physicality. So, it's different from you know biology. You're created with certain organs and certain you know hormones and so for you to come and you were like i don't i i think i'm more into the female realm i'm talking about if it's a guy or the vice versa of course so if 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 you're you're if you think that you behave like the other the opposite gender and you're saying oh i was supposed to be an opposite gender then you're simply claiming one of two things either allah didn't know what he was doing when he created you and that's crazy or you're basically claiming that, uh, you know, you want to modify what Allah did That's another thing You you're want to modify what Allah did Like Allah created you as a male You don't feel like it So I'm going to modify what I am right now To become a female And again, that's something that's If you think about it, it doesn't make sense Allah, uh, and we talked about this many times Do not compare your wisdom and your knowledge to Allah Because it'll be ridiculous It'll be ridiculous you your knowledge is 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 literally less than like i can't even like it's it's not even a fr- you can't even compare your knowledge to allah allah has the ultimate knowledge allah says in the quran Wa ma ilmi illa i only gave you a fraction of the science and knowledge in the world a tiny bit of, like 1% for all of mankind to live with and evolve with, and all the the, the inventions, all the technology that you see is literally maybe less than 1% of what Allah could give us and what Allah has. So for you to come and say, "Eh, I think I know better, then you have to think twice. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, for those who, claim that they are confused and and why would, you know, they be confused? Okay, we get Allah created us as a specific gender, but now what's happening here? Don't also be confused like that. I, again, if you're confused, you're confused. Some people are legitimately confused and we'll talk about, you know, that type of people, but some people are like, yeah, I feel like I, I need to be a female. So I don't know why, like, it's not my problem that I was born as, 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 as it's not my fault. That I think that I should be a male or female We're talking about opposite genders, right? It's not my fault I don't know why I was created like this Because I feel like I'm the other type Well, are you trying to say that Allah's playing a prank on you? Because this is the third option Which is the crazier option Which is basically you're claiming That Allah created you as, let's say, a male And he's like, ah, got you I'm going to make you feel like a female for the rest of your life No, Allah doesn't play games with us Be very careful you know, think about it logically first. So like Allah is not pranking us. He's not playing, ga- Allah doesn't play games with us at all, right? He's the ultimate, he's Allah. You know, you can't even, he's the ultimate God. May all praise be to him. So he's not, number one, he didn't make a mistake. Number two, he uh, uh, is not playing, he's not pranking us by creating us in a specific gender and then making us feel like Oh, we're supposed to be the opposite gender. And he's not uh, imperf- like he, he he's not imperfect. So for you to say, yeah, I think he I'm not saying he made a mistake, but I think I need to modify what he did. That's you modify only imperfection. And Allah does not create imperfection. When Allah creates us our whatever we are create like whatever we're supposed to be this is what Allah creates us on even people with defects. Cuz some might come and say, well some people are born without an arm. Some people are born uh you know blind. Some people are born deaf. So how is that perfect? How is that perfection from Allah when he's creating us? Well, those people are born in those specific with with specific defects because Allah's testing them and testing probably their families as well. So Allah doesn't make mistakes when he creates. Don't think that Allah forgot to give someone sight when they're born blind. Allah is the perfection, the perfect entity that no one can be compared to. Just just You have to understand this. Because if Allah makes mistakes, that means we are screwed big time. We're like, we're done. Like this should be very depressing If the one who decides if we go to heaven or go to hell Could make mistakes Because what if he makes a mistake About who goes to heaven and who goes to hell What if you live your, all of your life as a believer And he makes a mistake Oops, yeah, sorry, I, I don't know Allah doesn't do that Do not ever think that Allah could make a mistake Because this is a problem Because he's also Forget about just deciding who goes to heaven And who goes to goes to hell Allah also sustains this world. Who keeps the planets going around and orbiting around the sun? Who do you think it's pure science? Who is letting that science take place? It's Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. You know, who makes the sun rise every morning and sets every evening? It's Allah. You have to Allah tells us this. Allah keeps everything when it comes to nature in check. Allah is the sustainer. That's one of his names. The sustainer. So if you think that Allah makes mistakes, then guess what? One day he might not make the sunrise. One day he might, you know, like this could be catastrophic if Allah makes mistakes. So rest assured that Allah does not make mistakes. Allah does not create things and forgets, oh, I should have done this, Or and Allah doesn't play games with us. Once you believe in that, once you truly believe that Allah... Is perfect Never makes mistakes And doesn't play games with us You'll feel safer Trust me Because you'll know Okay If I'm supposed to go to uh, heaven Insha'Allah Allah will send me to heaven Because I trust his judgment Because he doesn't make mistakes Because he doesn't play games with us You know Imagine your whole life Is in the hand of Allah And he makes mistakes Or plays You know Pranks on us That's a problem That's a serious problem So Now for, For this case We now have the facts Allah doesn't make mistakes when Allah creates genders he means those genders are supposed to be whatever he created them on okay so how do you explain when people are legitimately confused forget about those who follow trends forget about those because there are okay so there are two types of people there are people who are born with certain hormones like you find a guy who was born with high female hormones that happens that actually happens right and there are there's medicine for this right they have some tendencies because of their hormones and this is a test for them until they are whether they get cured or not it's this is a test for them again anything that's out of the ordinary when you are created like like i said if you're born with any certain defect even when it comes to hormones cuz hear me out and this is not being any uh you know like i'm not degrading Uh, anybody in any way, being born as a male with male hormones, that's the natural course. That's how it's supposed to be. Now, being born as a male with a high female hormones and you feel like you are more acting more like a female because your hormones physically, again, we'll go back to biology, then this is out of the ordinary. This is considered to be a defect because that's not the right or the common or the natural way of how you're supposed to, you know, be born. So that's why. I don't mean defect as a degrading term. Absolutely not. I'm just saying it's a defect compared to the natural course that we're supposed to be taking when we're born, either male or female. So when you are born with a specific hormone that the opposite hormone is is, is, is higher than usual, significantly higher than usual, because some people are born with, you know, some males are born with, you know, high female hormones, but it's a, it's, it's not a big deal. It happens, and they live with it, and it's they don't even feel it, right? But some people have significantly higher opposite hormones in their bodies, and it makes them have, you know, tendencies to either be, you know, male or female, depending on, you know, the opposite gender, basically. And that is a defect, and that is, again, this is a test from Allah. Same thing as someone who was born with something missing, like an organ missing or, you know, a, a sense, one of the senses missing. This is Allah's testing you, and it's either you fail the test and you give you give in. you be like, oh, listen, I'll, I was not supposed to be like this, so it's your fault. It's, it's your fault. I'm just going to do whatever I feel now. No, you should, because it's clear who was born as a male and who was born as a female. So those people who are sincerely confused because they have some biological some physical you know uh proof that backs their confusion then this is again like i said it's a test and you have to seek uh uh uh, uh, seek um medical you know help and try to cure yourself and at the same time fight your tendencies for example that would again what are the tendencies that i'm keep talking about well we know that Thinking like even in homosexuality, thinking about the same gender is not a sin. You guys know that, right? So, being a homosexual in thoughts and not acting upon it does not make you a sinner in Islam. You're only a sinner when you act upon that sin, when you act about that thought. Then, this is when you become officially sinners. This is how Allah is ultimate just. This is how Allah shows you the mercy and justice. You, Allah won't punish you because of your thoughts. So if you have certain tendencies and you keep them to yourself, you try to struggle with them and that's actually ironically the word that, you know, a lot of islamophobes are afraid of which is jihad. It literally means striving. Jihad doesn't mean anything negative at all. It's actually a positive thing. When you do you're basically striving against yourself and your own desires. One of the things that we should struggle with in this life and that's why and a lot of people sometimes would ask, why did Allah make all this? Why I have to go through fighting my desires and you know being tortured and all these things? Well, Allah said it in the Quran, alla'ana silatullah Jannah is not on paradise, it's not cheap. Paradise is not it it's it doesn't look like anything you could ever imagine. Paradise is not cheap. You want to struggle? You were born to struggle. You know that, right? Allah saying, I created mankind to strive and struggle. Why? Why do we have to struggle in this life? Why can't we just live in peace? A lot of people ask that question. Well, because this life doesn't last. How long are you going to live? 60, 70 years? That's it. It'll end, trust me. You know, it'll end. Like, I'm mid-30s right now. I don't even feel like... I was like, wow. wow, You know? Alhamdulillah, mid-30s is considered to be the age of, of people who go to paradise. Everybody in, 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 in paradise will be mid-30s, inshallah. This is what the Prophet ﷺ said, because it's the best age of, like, youth and at the same time, uh, wisdom. So, it, it life goes on, and it ends without you even, like, you know, feeling it. So, yes, we are born to struggle with, for a specific amount of years, a certain amount. Now that doesn't mean we're struggling every certain day. Alhamdulillah Allah gives us so much pleasures, halal pleasures in this life to enjoy. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But I'm saying sometimes you're gonna have tougher tests than others. And and by the way, we are tested based on their own our own desires. Let me explain that. Someone who likes, uh, uh, uh you know, uh. The opposite gender, like a guy who likes girls or women, and a girl who likes guys, Allah will test him in that. Allah will provide you with chances, and it's up to you. Allah won't test you in something that you wouldn't, you know, you would immediately. Sec- Allah knows. Allah is testing you, so you struggle, so you are, you earn that Jannah, you earn that Paradise. He's testing you in in things that you're lacking. In things that you know are your weaknesses because he has to test your faith. Because the reason why we exist on this earth is for Allah to test our faith. And how would he test our faith? By pressing on our weaknesses. Now, Allah is giving you the knowledge, by the way. That's your most powerful weapon. Allah's telling you that's that's a test. Allah's actually told you what the test will look like. And Allah's telling you, well, you will struggle. But when you keep faith, when you have Allah and Jannah in your sight, inshallah, it should be easier. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it should be easier. But that's the whole purpose of our existence. That's why Adam was brought to earth and Eve. To continue the test that Adam failed that, and Allah, alhamdulillah, Allah already forgave him. We don't believe in the original sin. We already said that. Allah already forgave Adam, and we're not sinners. We're actually never born sinners, but we sin when we get older. And that's exactly what's happening You know So We need Whatever the test is In this case And in our today's topic We're talking about Tendencies to You do something that you're not supposed to You know Tendencies to become the opposite gender Even if Allah is giving you Specific hormones that are You know Are more than the other whatever Know that this is a test from Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And ask Allah for guidance Ask Allah for help and suppress and by the way like i said before it's the same thing with someone who wants to have premarital sex keep it to yourself a straight person you don't have to be you know a homosexual a straight person it's a major sin to act upon it right whether you're straight or not so if you keep it to yourself if you don't act upon it and some people could struggle try to marry try to do something try to navigate through it be smart ask people ask scholars for help you know that's why we exist on this to help each other to navigate through our own temptations and desires. Simple. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Now, we talked about this type of people who are born with certain defects when it comes to hormones and whatever, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing them. Now we have the final kind and the final type of people that unfortunately they just follow the trend. Uh, And here's how the trend takes place you exist in modern day right now that's why I said it's related to you know modern society and all uh, and that episode you exist in modern day and you see that everybody around you is either uh, you know coming out of the closet and they're saying I'm a homosexual or they're saying uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm making uh, I'm doing a surgery and I'm I'm, I'm I'm becoming a transgender or and or they saying I'm, I'm not even a gender in the first place. I'm non-binary Some people with weak faith, won't have any of these uh, biological defects, but they're like they will feel like okay, I belong to this. When with their littest with the tiniest temptation or the tiniest desire for them to become the opposite gender, they give in and they say I'm I'm game, I'm I'm jumping on that trend. And it became a big thing. Everybody who's a transgender out there were not born with a biological issue it was not a test. They're just following the trend or they feel like they're comfortable enough to do whatever it takes. I mean, I just want to become the opposite gender. So I'm comfortable now. I can do whatever. Like I could do surgery. I can come out in public and say I'm this and that. And that's the most dangerous. That's the problem. People who do it for the sake of following the trend, for the sake of, you know, and that's a big issue. And there are people who follow the trend because there are people that I know personally who... They they claim that they're homosexual, and then later on they were like, "We're not. No, we're 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 straight." And that happens. That happens. So rest assured. No matter which category you belong to now, and, and one of the things that's crazy to me is that people think that now they allow they are allowed to identify their own gender. Do you understand, like. Allah gave you a gender, made you born with a specific gender that He gave you because He's the ultimate wise and He is the ultimate creator. He created you from nothing, but you were like, nah, "I have another opinion. I, I think differently," and that's mind-boggling. Wallahi, in my in, in my you know humble opinion, it's just mind-boggling. Like for those who say we're non-binary, do not call me he or she. This is like me saying i'm not a human being i'm an alien treat me like an alien well you you come to me and be like well you're you're you look like a human you talk like a a human you behave like a human so what made you think that you're an alien your organs are human organs what's happening here well, I don't feel like I'm a human, so I just decided to change my entire species to I'm I'm I'm, I'm an alien. Even worse, I could say I'm an, I'm an angel. I'm an angel. Yeah, but you don't look like an angel. You, you you don't have wings like angels. Like what's happening here? Well, I just decided that I'm an angel. That's basically to me this is uh, I, I get that this Some people might think Oh this is an exaggeration It's not For you to be a female or a male And you say I'm, 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 I'm the opposite Or I'm neither Why? You look like a female You act like You have the female organs You have the hormones Why do you want to become something else? And like you're not a female Allah said I created Human beings I created only males and females For you to come and say I'm neither That doesn't make sense You're literally contradicting And you're defying Allah's uh, uh, commands Or not even commands Allah's facts Allah gave us facts You are born either a male or a female And it depends on how you look like And you act like And your organs So we come and say no We're not No I have a different uh, opinion than Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, which is it's just crazy to me, right? So that's one thing. Uh, so now talking about the transgenders, because we already talked about this, right? So can you be a transgender and a Muslim? Absolutely, you can be anything and a Muslim as long as you admit that Allah is the only God and Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is His final messenger. Simple. We talked about this. Now, again. Uh, acting upon, uh, you know, or, or like trying to define, like for example, some people say, and a lot of, the, most of the scholars, they're saying if a, a transgender became a transgender before Islam and they already did the surgery, whatever, and there's no way they can re- reverse the, the surgery, then you just deal with it normally. You be, When you became a Muslim, whatever the sin you committed, it was before Islam and Islam wipes everything. So you continue on however you are right now, Right? And just try as much as you can to ask Allah to guide you to the truth, to make you less confused. And then later on, if it's possible that you could revert, I don't I, see. That's why I don't know about the uh, some specifics, like the medical specifics. Can you reverse it or not? I'm really, I have really limited knowledge when it comes to that. But I'm telling you that yes, many scholars say. There's no problem because some people are saying, well, if I'm a transgender and if I was a transgender before Islam and I become a Muslim, do I have to revert? Otherwise, I'm not. No, the only way you won't become a Muslim is if you do the things that takes you out of Islam. And we talked about this, the things that take you out of Islam. We mentioned them in in, in actually, I think it was three episodes, Uh, you know, uh, believing that uh, Allah is is is. Some, there's some other entity to be worshipped uh, than Allah You know, to actually uh, call what's halal haram And call what's haram halal Knowing what you're doing Or to communicate with the jinn There's a lot of things We have the full list uh, But being committing a major sin is not one of them You still could commit a major sin and become a Muslim It doesn't take you out of the fold of Islam But you'll be committing a major sin So yes, you can be a Muslim and a transgender 100% Like you can be a Muslim and homosexual 100% Acting upon it, trying to be a Muslim, uh, for example, being a Muslim and then transferring yourself or commit, doing the surgery, that's a major sin. Like we said, because you're basically claiming that you, at least note the fact that Allah didn't make a mistake when he created you. Believe in that. Because if you keep believing, no, I was supposed to be like this, then you're committing a major sin and it's it's crazy, actually. Right? So, yes, there's no contradiction, but acting upon it. Makes makes you in constant major sin. You're sinning as 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 long as you're acting upon it. So that's the very clear cut answer. Like I said, uh, uh, being a transgender or you know being homosexual, it's it doesn't matter. You can be a Muslim if you believe in the pillars of Islam, if you follow the guides of Islam, and whatever you did before Islam. Try to fix it after you become a Muslim. If you can't, try to not act upon it. If you can't, which is, that means you're failing the test, because if you cannot hold your desires and temptations, then you're failing the test, and that means you will be constantly sinning, but you're still a Muslim. You're still a Muslim, but you'll be sinning, and you'll be gaining sins, 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 and this is something I don't think you want to do. So that's, again, in a nutshell, uh, talking about the, 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 what does Islam say about this gender you know, confusion and gender identity crisis and all these things. Uh, and that's simply it. Right? Allah created us in a very. And Allah says there's actually uh, uh authentic hadith by the Prophet ﷺ that, of course, was uh, inspired by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the Prophet ﷺ said. So Allah curses. Allah curses the women who act like men and the men who act like women. This is an authentic hadith. Allah curses, can you imagine? Those from the men who act like women. Not because they were being not because of their hormones, not no, they're just like I said, either they don't want to contain their desires, they can't hold it, or they just follow the trend. Okay, and even if you have hormones, by the way, even if you're biologically confused, that's like I said, that's the test. You have to contain it as much as you can. Allah does not ever allow sinning. So, when you're a man and you're acting, dressing like a woman, talking to other men, and whatever, acting whatever, then that's a problem, right? And if you're a woman who's acting like a man, dressing like a man, Allah literally curse uh, these types, you know, these two uh, groups of people. So, here, here it is. That's the you know the, the the simple answer. I mean, it wasn't that simple, but again, that's the very clear answer, at least. Now, let's talk about freedom. Let's talk about freedom, because I feel like we as humans abuse that term uh, a lot. We do, including myself, by the way. I feel like sometimes with certain things, when we know that you have the freedom. To choose certain things, sometimes you abuse it, and then you end up making the wrong, the wrong choice. That's why in Islam, Allah chooses for us certain things and lets us choose others. Now, the freedom of gender doesn't come from us; we're not allowed to. This is what Allah gave us. That's what have, what we have to work with. Otherwise, we have to strive and we have to fight the temptations and desires. We talked about this. So, there are certain things that, like the, the creation itself, like you cannot have the freedom, right, of altering your own creation. That's why one of the things that are major sins is having a tattoo. <laughs> Allah cursed, this is another hadith, Curse those who get a tattoo and those who give tattoos. Why? Because you're altering, you're to- putting something permanent on your skin. That means you're not satisfied With the plain skin that Allah gave you The clean pure skin that Allah gave you No, I don't I want to just add some decoration It's like a bumper sticker Like in a car or whatever There's a reason why It's haram it's, it's, it's forbidden and It's a major sin You know So again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allows us certain freedoms But there are certain things That Allah gave us his verdict You cannot Like, like for example freedom in today's world is i am allowed to do whatever i want to my body wrong because it's not your body (laughs) just flash news it's not your body everything about you comes from allah it's a rental your body is a rental because guess what you die where does your body go where does back to earth your body's decayed and it goes back to earth And then Allah will give you back See, it shows that it belongs to Allah Because if it was your body You would have been able to control it even after you die But you can't control it You can't control your own death So you tell me, is it your body? Is it truly your body? No it's not, it's a rental Literally, wallahi, it's a rental Allah gave you your body as a rental Keep it safe That's why harming, inflicting harm upon yourself scarring your body is a sin in the sight of Allah because it's a rental you have to keep it safe and clean and healthy cleaning your body is something that you must do as a Muslim to be clean purifying yourself do not let you know let your body wa and become really you know filthy and this is actually a sin too So you're, no, you're not free to do whatever you want because it's not your body. Because I, you know, you see a lot of people saying it's my body. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. That's not the case. It's actually not your body. It's Allah's body. He gave it to you as a rental. Of course, you guys know, I don't mean it's Allah's body. That body belongs to Allah. That's what I meant. And he gave it to you as a rental for the span of your lifetime. You'll die and your body will go back to Allah and then Allah when he resurrects you on the day of judgment will give you back that body. So no, it's not your body. For those who believe that they're free to, you know, like for example, females, and I'm not talking about just Muslims, I'm talking about humans in general. Uh, You know, girls who, again, it's my body and I'm allowed to take off my clothes on social media and show people my body. Number one, like I said, it's not your body. Number two, Allah gave you that body for you to be decent, to be humble, to be modest, to cover. Because guess what? And we all know this. And you, I mean, you can't deny this. No matter who you are or what you believe in, you cannot deny that, you know, provoking, sexual provokings on social media or anywhere lead to sin. It leads to sin. It all leads to sin. So Allah is wants you to prevent that sin by being humble by being covered by being decent you know it's that simple. So again, no you're not free because you're not even damaging your image and you're you know putting your body in a showcase in front of everybody you're also leading other people to sin you're causing them to sin and this is a big deal so no, you're not free to do that as well. People who say, uh, you know, I'm f- it's, it's a free country. I'm, I'm, I'm free to do whatever I want in terms of like freedom of speech. Okay. Yes, you are allowed to speak your mind, but with limitation. How? You cannot curse somebody out. You cannot humiliate other people. You cannot bring other people down. You cannot have a hate speech and say this is the freedom of speech. Islam doesn't allow that. You have the freedom of speech in Islam. You could say whatever you want. You have to speak the truth. And the Prophet tells us The Prophet is telling us if you see something wrong, speak up. If you see something inappropriate, speak up. If you see anything wrong, speak up. You know, if you can't change it physically, like if you can't involve and change whatever that wrong is happening, then change it with your tongue. Speak up, speech. But Islam told us also to watch our tongues when we talk about other people or or when we talk to other people. Do not, you know, humiliate people. Do not curse people. Do not hurt people's feelings by your words. This is un-Islamic. So no, you're not free to say whatever you want You can say whatever you want As long as it's decent And it won't harm the people around you So yes, you do have the freedom of speech But with limitation Do not harm anyone verbally Remember what the Prophet When he mentioned who is a Muslim And the hadith said Nasu wa yadu. The Muslim is The one who people are safe from her or his tongue and her or his hands. So meaning what? Do not hurt people physically and do not hurt people verbally. That's what a Muslim is. Always be aware of that. Right? So back to the point. We have certain freedoms. Like you're free to choose whoever you want to marry. Except, again, there are limited. See, it's, there's, Allah is guiding us to the right thing. But you can't go marry someone, like as a Muslim, you cannot go marry an atheist. You're not allowed to as, 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 as a Muslim, male or a female. But you can, within the choices, that's why we don't have the free will. We have the freedom of choice. We choose from what Allah gave us because that's what's best for us. Some might, might say, well, I'm supposed to, you know, I'm a human being. I was born to this world. I, sh- I should choose whatever I want. Really? So you know better than Allah. Do you? Do you? It's like someone who's, you know, uh, becoming a, 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 whatever, a, a police officer or something, a doctor for, you know, the first time they go into a hospital and they perform a surgery and they're supposed to monitor those who already know. But then you say, "No, no, no! I got it, I got it." You've never done this before. You've never seen this before anywhere. But you got it, you got it. And then you're gonna, you know, lead uh, this whole thing to a, a catastrophe because you claim to know something you actually don't know, but Allah does. So when Allah tells you these are your choices, make whatever you want. You can choose whatever you want. You can choose, you know, a, a Muslim wife. You can choose a Muslim husband for, you know, the females. You could, within that realm, choose whoever you want. Has to be a Muslim. Or for, you know, the Muslim men, uh, people from the book, and we talked about, you know, the conditions when it comes to women from, you know, uh, other Christians or Jews. We talked about that in in a previous episode. I think it was uh, interfaith marriage. We talked about that in that episode. But again, you could choose whatever you wear as long as it's decent. Do you see the freedom? uh, There's no such thing as ultimate freedom because if there is, this world will turn into chaos. Because guess what? Let me give you an example, a live example. If you are free to do whatever you want, that means if you kill someone, if you murder someone, no consequences. You're allowed to go kill whoever you want. No problem. Would you live in a society like this? I don't think so. You know, you guys watch the movie The Purge? Yeah, imagine this is our life. You're free to do whatever the crime you want and no one will hold you accountable. No, that's not how life goes. That's like bar- bar- literally barbaric. Ironically, people who call Islam a barbaric religion, Islam is actually the only religion that prevents you from being barbaric, to the core. Like, of course, Christianity preaches, you know, you have to be clean, you have to be, you know, no crimes, but I'm talking about to the core, to the specific detail, what to do and what not to do. Do you have choices in Islam? Multiple. You have vast choices, but within a limitation of good and pure. You can wear whatever you want as long as it's not, you know, provoking or sexually provoking or you know showing your aura, your you know, body parts that you're not to be supposed to be showing. But you can wear whatever you want as long as it's decent. You know? You can do whatever you want, you can eat whatever you want. Again, with limitation. Muslims do not eat pork. Halal meat, the meat. You have to eat a meat that Allah's name was mentioned upon when they were slaughtering the animal. You can eat veggies, whatever the veggies you want. You know, Allah, as long as you don't say that, oh, we're not supposed to eat uh, meat, because I know some people who are like vegan or vegetarian will say, oh, meat is not supposed to be eaten. Mm, you do not, do not see this is dangerous territory because you do not say, do not forbid something that Allah allowed. You can say my preference is i can eat i want to eat vegetables don't say that no we're not where it's haram to eat vegetables because of how because we sh- we're not supposed to kill animals allah allowed it that's why animals certain animals of course were created for us to use them ride them use them as transportation use them use their milk like cows and whatever and goats or slaughter them and eat their meat allah created them for that purpose for you to come and say no this is haram this is forbidden it's not fair Again, you are defying Allah's commands, and Allah's allowing us. You're literally saying what Allah said for it to be halal and permissible. You're saying no, it's not permissible; it's impermissible. Who are you to do to say again? If you think that your own preference—I just want to eat vegetables. I, you know, it's 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 healthier, whatever. This is great, but do not say and this. Okay, part of the freedom as well. Do whatever you can eat vegetables as long as you do not go against what Allah allowed and you say it's not supposed to be allowed. When it comes to meat, you eat halal meat and you don't eat pork. When it comes to drinking, drink whatever you want as long as it doesn't, you know, contain alcohol. Whatever you want. And of course, as long as it doesn't like, that doesn't mean go drink like sewer, you know, sewage water, whatever, because it's going to harm you, be, you know, be a little bit, you know, sensical. So yeah. Freedom. Ultimate freedom doesn't exist. It's it's an illusion. You can have the ultimate freedom, by the way, you're a human being, you're alive, but there will be consequences, either from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala or from the government that you live in. Like if you go murder someone and be like, hey, I'm a man or I'm a woman and I'm allowed to do, I'm a human being, I just decided to end the life of another human being. No, not when it comes to other people's rights. That's why the freedom of speech is actually with limitation. You are you are you do have the freedom of speech. You can but because you you're not allowed to harm others when it comes to other people's rights you cannot take them away your freedom and here i think this this could be you know the the, the, the defining uh, term or the defining expression your freedom should not take away from other people's freedom just that simple don't step on other people's freedom because you 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 claim that i'm free to do whatever i want doesn't make sense So you, you think that in 2022 You're free to change your gender Because you can No you can not I mean you can of course But bear the consequences From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because you're not supposed to You're not allowed to Yet you defied Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And you did it You wanna you know Change your uh, son's You know or daughter's Sexual orientation Same thing goes You're allowed to curse people out And, and mock uh, nations And mark, mock people And make fun of them No you're not bear the consequences that's what keeps us civilized as a nation that we are restricted by allah's guidance and rules it's that simple wallahi allah this is not man-made rules prophet Muhammad did not come up with these rules he took it from allah gave it to us directly straight up no modification nothing who will know how to live a pure life better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The one who created life itself. No one. No one. Prophet Muhammad, before Allah gave him the prophethood, he didn't know anything. He didn't know anything. So you think you're better than Prophet Muhammad? Of course not. He's the best of mankind. So rest assured, if you follow Allah's guidance and rules, don't take it to the extreme though. Don't take it to the extreme. Allah said I made you a nation in the middle no extremes here no extremes do what Allah told you play in that parameter eat whatever you want except if it was pork or if it was not halal simple eat whatever you or drink whatever you want except if it was not alcohol or something that's harmful to you Say whatever you want as long as you're not harming other people you know uh, people's emotions. Do whatever you want as long as you're not going against Allah's nature and you're not altering what Allah created you upon. That's it. Simple. Buy a car. Buy whatever the car you want. It's halal to buy whatever the car As long as huh, the income is halal, it's coming from a pure source, and you're giving your uh, charity, your zakat, 2.5% out of your uh, you know, uh, savings to the poor. Once you do those mandatory things you're good. You can buy the most expensive car in the world. Not recommended of course because you know poor people could use more of that money if you buy a more regular car, but I cannot say it's haram. As long as the the source of the money is halal is is you know coming from a lawful source and you're paying what you're supposed to pay for the sake of Allah to the poor. As, as if you, if you're doing that, you can do whatever you want. Simple and if you're not buying it with interest of course because we know interest is a major sin simple so to conclude our episode inshallah today and i hope you know we we learned uh, a thing or two from you know from today's episode so to conclude you will never know better than allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah He's the ultimate knower, He's the ultimate, you know, wisdom, He's He's the ultimate wise, He has the ultimate wisdom. So when Allah creates you upon something, don't try to alter it, don't try to change it. And if Allah creates you with an actual physical proof for the biological defect, seek medical help while knowing that this is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So strive and struggle to pass that test. We're all being tested. None of us is not being tested, by the way. But everyone is being tested differently based on their own weaknesses. Rest assured of that. Rest assured. You know, Allah's not pranking us. Allah's not creating us upon one thing and He's giving us the... the, the, What's the word? Giving us the uh, desire or the temptation to feel another thing. This is coming from us, from what we see on TV, from how we feel. And even, like I said, just strive... And tr- know that it's a test, and try to, you know, seek Allah's uh, help uh, passing that test. Freedom comes with a price. You can there is no such thing as ultimate freedom. Everything you're free to do will have limitations, and that's what separates savages from civilized people. Literally, that's what separates a savage nation from a civilized nation. You can do whatever you want as long as it's in the boundaries of permissibility that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us in the Quran and in the Sunnah. Simple. You know, you can be a transgender, you can be homosexual and be a Muslim as long as you don't keep acting upon it. As long as you don't keep acting upon it. It's that simple. Really, it's very clear. Very clear, inshallah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope, Ash, that I answered your question. Uh, thank you again for listening, and thank you for your suggestions. And please, again, if you if you have any questions or any suggestions, any personal issues that you want me to discuss, even without, you know, mentioning your name or whatever, even though I only mentioned the first name because I want to give give people, you know, their privacy, just let me know, and inshallah, we'll discuss it um, here. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Wassalamu alaikum wa, wa barakatuh.